we have a whole squad that can really hoop and get the job done. We got our way to win. It's simple for us. The first team ever in the 74-year history of the NBA to come back from being down 3-1 twice in the same playoffs. Nuggets down one into Murray. Here we go. Ten seconds. Murray to Jokic. Jokic. Hello, hello to all the basketball fans out there, all the Nuggets fans out there, all my women in sports who are listening, and to all my friends and family who tune into the show. This is the latest and greatest episode of the Chick and Nuggets podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia, here with you on the podcast once or twice a week nowadays and probably going to increase that as we get into the postseason and then of course you can follow all the work I do on a regular basis every day at Vita Viva Diva on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok um, and you can follow my other podcast I Bet as well on those platforms under I Bet. I'll tag it. I always tag it in most of my videos so you guys can find it but that one is a little bit more of a betting focused podcast and we do a lot more NFL baseball in the summer and basketball kind of in the winter so for today's pod you know we're going to we're going to review what's going on in uh Nuggets Nation what's been going on in their two games on the road so far, the back-to-back that was on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then we're going to preview their game this weekend during rivalry week. Um, or wi- rivalry. Rivalry. That is actually a hard word to say. <laughs> when you're trying to talk fast on a podcast. Rivalry weekend. I'm going to give you my best bets for the weekend And just my rule of thumb in general when I'm betting is I don't bet on games that I don't want to watch. If I'm not going to watch this game to like and be entertained by what I'm watching, then I'm not going to bet on this game. So I'm giving you my favorite games of the weekend and the best bets in those games backed by stats and my most recent failures as a better. I know typically we keep it Nuggets focused on the Chicken Nuggets podcast, but I do want to do more episodes here and there where we get more involved in talking full NBA because at this point in the season, what's going on in other rivalries will affect the Nuggets. This is going to be a really great game for them to kind of showcase what a playoff series between these two teams could look like between two great centers and you know, the Sixers have been playing pretty well. Um, they've been quiet, kind of just do it, taking care of business over there on the East Coast. And that's when I'm most scared of them because <laughs> I've been to Philly. People don't know how to be quiet there. <laughs> uh, shout out to my favorite Philadelphian, Miles. He lives in my building now, so he's he lives in Denver now. But shout out to Miles. Um he teaches me all the Philly slang. And <laughs> I have been out there for the Celtics uh, Sixers series a few years back in the playoffs, and that was intense. So um, this is going to be a huge game for the Nuggets. Absolutely matters. It should matter. They should pay attention to it, and they should get up for it. They're 1-1 one one on this road trip so far. 
They lost to Milwaukee on the second night of a back-to-back by eight points. No Joker, no Jamal Murray, no MPJ, no KCP. I don't know why Aaron Gordon was out there if none of the other guys were. Why did he have to go out there and put in work? Because you can tell he's tired. You can tell he's been carrying a lot of the workload. And that's really, I think, part of what defines this team is that they have different guys who can carry the workload on different nights to take care of each other, you know? And that's what I think builds that camaraderie and that team team effort is it's not all on the shoulders of one guy. Everybody's been chipping in. Everybody's tired. They sit almost everybody in that game. MPJ uh, did not go on that road trip, so he didn't participate in either the Pelicans game or the Milwaukee game. As as I had predicted on Twitter and um, on the pod episode prior to this road trip, um, he was back home with his brother, dealing with some personal issues. And then, of course, you know, Milwaukee played their stars. I wasn't all that impressed by Milwaukee for the majority of the game. They got it done, and, um, you know, Aaron Gordon looked tired. He was still a box plus minus positive, but he looked tired out there. I didn't think he played his best game. Um, Bruce Brown has been... (laughs) has been a hell of a six-man and a great backup player. I loved that we actually got to see a little bit more of Zeke and Christian and some of the younger guys, even Blacko. Um, And then, of course, you know, Bones gets back out there and has a positive night. I don't know if uh, if one from five from three is what he really thinks of as as a positive night. In his opinion, he's probably quite hard on himself. But, you know, uh, 15 points, big contributor. Um, but they still can't get it done against Milwaukee. Originally, I had thought they might come back to Denver between uh, the Milwaukee game and the Sixers game, but they just took an extra day off in Philadelphia. They got practice in today at Temple University, um, and then they'll play tomorrow. It's going to be a really early game, 1 p.m. on Saturday, so it's going to be a little bit strange to play that early in the afternoon, I'm sure, but... Now they've been on the East Coast for a couple of days. I'm hoping that they've gotten used to it. It always takes me like two days, so we'll see how that that affects them. And hopefully they get a win because this is going to be a national game. People are going to have eyes on this game. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. getting off of work bucks pacers this is going to be a really good game um if 
the Pacers actually had any players. Pacers but battle the Bucks at 5 p.m. Thank you, Siri. I don't know why that happened. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, they're going to play the Bucks at 5 p.m. If the Pacers had any good players in and available, they might actually have a shot in this game. But I think it'll probably go under just because there's not very many good shooters other than Buddy Heald right now on the Pacers. And the Bucks kind of, they kind of play slow for me. I don't know. Um, it, I, I want to take Giannis for the triple-double tonight, plus 1,600. So um, really good odds there. I would definitely fade Brooke Lopez's on rebounds. Take the under on Brooke Lopez's line for rebounds. He just stands around so much. The Nuggets just played them, and um, I took his over on rebounds because I feel like they were missing a lot of, like, they were missing Jokic, their normal number one rebounder. MPJ, Jamal, those guys pick up a lot of rebounds. Brooke Lopez only picked up, like, one rebound in that game. It was terrible. So if you're going to bet on this game, fade Brooke Lopez's rebounds. Take Buddy Heald's over on threes. He's averaging four threes a game over his last 10 games. Um, I bet you the line isn't at four. It's probably at like two and a half. So definitely take the over. And then Bucks first quarter, also a really good bet for this game. Uh, the Bucks are favored by eight points. So we'll see how the Pacers do. But I, I would say the Bucks should win this game handedly. My second favorite game on Friday night... Grizzlies Timberwolves the Timberwolves are underdogs by three and a half points this game starts just after the Bucks Pacers so you're gonna have to kind of flip back and forth you'll be like a quarter ahead um the total points on this game are 237 and a half there's no Steven Adams for the Grizzlies um as one of the main guys out so you know, he's the real paint protector. I think the Timberwolves probably score a lot in this game. I like the over. The Grizzlies score a lot, too, and they push the pace. I, I like, for player props, I really like Kyle Anderson's over on points. His line's at 9.5, and, and he has been really good um, lately. So I'd take his over on points. And then for the Timberwolves, I would take Anthony Edward over the 5.5 assists in that game. Moving on to Saturday. Oh, no, one more for Friday night. Cavs Thunder. That's going to be a really good game. The Thunder have been really good lately, and the Cavs, not so much. Donovan Mitchell and uh, Kevin Love have been day to day. So if they have both those guys or even one of those guys, this game gets even more competitive. But right now, the spread is two points. Um, as far as player props go, I really like SGA's over on assists. His line's at five and a half, and he's been averaging like seven assists per game in the, his last 10 games. Jalen Williams over 13 and a half points. That was on plus odds. Um, he's been dropping like a couple of threes here and there that gets him really close to, you know, double digits easily. So I liked that one. And I like Dar um, Darius Garland under two and a half threes. Man, yesterday I took Garland to have a double double, um, he couldn't get it done. He finished with 26 and 9 assists. Couldn't get it done for me. I was hurting. And it was my last $5 bet in my FanDuel account, so I'm going to have to upload some more money. But So I'm fading him tonight, too. <laughs> I'm fading him tonight, too, yeah. He let me down, so 
under two and a half threes for me. That's plus 100 for Darius Garland in the Cavs Thunder game that starts at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Saturday, you kick it off with the Nuggets. We're going to get to them in the third segment, so we'll talk more about that matchup Saturday in the third segment. Um, But you also have Lakers-Celtics and Knicks-Nets. Those were my other two favorite games of the day. I also like the Kings-Timberwolves, so I'll throw in a fourth game because on Sunday I only have two games. Um, Starting off with Knicks-Nets is at 3.30 in the afternoon. Uh, probably because it's East Coast time, so it's a little bit later on the East Coast. But for that game, bets I really like. Jalen Brunson over on points. He's averaging 28 points over his last 10 games and shooting 47% from three. Uh, I really like the over on his points without uh, without Kevin Durant. I think, you know, dude's going to get buckets. Uh, Julius Randle, I like his over on rebounds. He's averaging 14 rebounds per game over his last 10 games. And Kyrie Irving, his over for threes. He's shooting 40% from three over his last 10 games. Those would be my bets for that game. Moving on to Lakers, Celtics, and Kings, Timberwolves. Sabonis over on rebounds is always a lock. Dude is a machine on the boards. He gobbles up rebounds. And Keegan Murray and Harrison Barnes are averaging four threes per game over their last 10 games. So that's the second night of a back-to-back for the Timberwolves as well. So I really would take the over on Keegan Murray and Harrison Barnes just because, you know, guys are tired on the second night of the back-to-back. This sometimes makes it harder to guard deep threes when you're moving and rotating the ball the way the Kings have been on their offense. So tough break for the Timberwolves to have two rivalry games. I I don't even know if that's a rivalry game. I don't think the Timberwolves would consider the Kings a rival. I don't think they'd even consider the Grizzlies a rival. I, I would guess they think Denver is their rival, but no Denver game for them this weekend. Nobody's the Timberwolves rival. They suck. I'm just kidding. Not really. Not really. Lakers-Celtics, that's obviously going to be a huge rivalry game. It's in primetime, 6.30 p.m. Uh, The Celtics haven't covered the spread in their last five games. So you know the Lakers are going to get up. They've been playing really well lately. Uh, LeBron is averaging um, 33 points per game over his last 10 games. And AD is back with the team, so... I'm guessing that the Lakers will probably keep this a close game. I would take the Lakers spread. Right now, it looks like it's going to be around seven points. They're going to be in Boston, so I'm definitely watching this game. I want to see these two teams battle it out. And, you know, I I think the, the Celtics probably win this game, though. On Sunday, the Grizzlies actually get their second game of Rivalry Weekend against the Pacers, who are getting their second game of Rivalry Weekend again. Nobody thinks the Pacers are their rival. (laughs) Like, that's just funny. That is just funny. But that's a 4 p.m. game, Mountain Time. Lots of injuries on both sides, obviously. Missing several players. Halliburton, Turner, and Naismith are both day-to-day for the Pacers. No Steven Adams, Conchar, uh, Danny Green, Desmond Bain is day-to-day for the Grizzlies. I'm guessing the Grizzlies will be favored. These lines haven't come out yet, but they are on a four-game losing streak. Um, 
But the Pacers are on, like, I would consider a nine-game losing streak. They've lost eight in a row. They won one. It was against Chicago. And then they lost another one. That, to me, is like a nine-game losing streak. You just won one, you know. So, uh, probably I would wa- I'm would. i watching this game because I want to bet on Jaw. I, I definitely want to bet on Jaw and his points. But it would be a better game if everybody was healthy. The other game I really like for Sunday is Clippers Cavs. That's 5 p.m. start. No John Wall for the Clippers. No Marcus Morris Sr. He's day to day. And again, this is the second game for the Cavs in rivalry weekend. Donovan Mitchell, Kevin Love are day to day. Kawhi looks like 80% back, I would say. He looks good. Like he's playing pretty good basketball. The Clippers look pretty good. They have a, been on a four-game winning streak. Kawhi's averaging 29 points per game over the last 10. Unless the Cavs have Mitchell and Kevin Love or one of the two, this is definitely an L for Cleveland. Like, I'm going to be watching because I want to see how the Cavs defend the Clippers and I want to see how Kawhi is playing. But, Yeah. This would be an L for me for the Clippers for the Cavs, excuse me, unless they have Mitchell or Love. Um, I do like Norman Powell's over on threes, and I like Darius Garland's over on assists. He's averaging nine per game over his last ten, so hopefully uh, the line is probably I would guess eight and a half. Um, so take it over. on Saturday at 1 p.m., which is unfortunate because I'm pretty sure that's, like, the same time the football game is on. Maybe not, but I thought it was a 1 p.m. game for that NFL game. Yeah, 1 p.m. on Sunday and 4.30 on on Sunday. Okay, those are both on Sunday. My bad. But that way we can watch the Nuggets game in peace. 1 p.m. on Saturday taking on Joel Embiid and the Sixers. Nikola Jokic just said at practice that he's surprised Joel didn't get an all-star starter vote that he, or that he didn't get voted to be an all-star starter, that he he thinks that Joel deserves it, which is so nice of Nikola to say. And I totally know he doesn't want to go to All-Star. He wants to be home with his family, probably. And his daughter, who's very cute and looks a lot like Nicola. I've seen, I always do like this gossip girl spotted, Nicola Jokic's, or baby Jokic. Things like that with uh, Vinny and some of the other reporters who sit around me. And she's getting a little bit bigger. She's, she's looking more and more like Nicola every day. Um, for this game, look, you, 
you got to anticipate the double team. You know the Nuggets are going to throw a double team at Joel. Joel is notorious for being bad at dealing with the double team. And you know the Sixers are going to double team Nikola because every team tries to double Nikola because it's the only option. You have to double Nikola. MPJ is back with the team. Uh, it hasn't been said whether he will play in this game or not, but you got to assume that he's probably going to be available. Uh, now that Nikola Jamal had that rest, I got to think they're going to hope to do a lot of two-man game, dishing to Bruce Brown, KCP. I'm going to bet all of the overs on threes for the Nuggets in this game. Nikola's been averaging a triple-double over his last 10 games, 24, 12, and 12. And, you know, Joel's getting buckets too. He's averaging 33 points per game over his last 10 games. So depending on where his points per uh, that game is, where that line comes out at, definitely think about taking his over if it's low enough. You know, if they have it at 35 or 30 even, I'd go under. I think the Nuggets always do a pretty good job against Joel. You know he's going to get some buckets. 28 isn't a bad game, you know. I do think Tyrese Maxey probably has a really good game against the Nuggets. Uh, just matchup-wise, the second unit isn't great. They've had a great game recently. I hope this is another opportunity for them to demonstrate exactly what they can do in um, a really important game. So we'll see. But I think Tyrese Maxey over on his points, whatever that line is at. And my favorite bet of the entire weekend, take KCP, Kenny Pope, over his line on steals. Most of the time, most books have every player listed at half a st- 0.5, right? So one steal, you win that bet. Most of the time, it's even positive odds because it's a tougher statistic to predict. Kenny Pope has been averaging 10, uh, two steals per game over his last 10 games. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Not to mention, he's got the best three-point percentage on the team. And that's... That's even crazier because he's playing next to MPJ and Jamal Murray, who shoot really well from three. So, hilarious. But Bruce is shooting well from three. Christian Brown is shooting well from three. At the beginning of the season, Jack White said he was the best three-point shooter on this team, which is kind of crazy. We have to really figure out who it is. At this point, it's, it's Kenny Pope. So, his over on threes, I'll definitely be taking for this Sixers game. Um, but you got to anticipate both teams probably looking to double team. The Nuggets have gone to like a zone defense recently. I I would like to see some of that. They've had struggled against zone defenses recently. So I would anticipate the Sixers probably throw some of that at them. But with Jokic out there, it's much easier to just kind of pick that zone apart. So I'm not worried about this game. I think the Nuggets have proven year after year that they kind of have the Sixers number. They typically win this matchup. Joel Embiid typically dodges this matchup and chooses not to play in these games or because of injury hasn't got to play in these games very often. Um, But when he has, you know, Nikola has dominated him. So either the Sixers show us that they're a better team than they've been over the past few years or we're going to see a really good Nuggets win. And I think that's important um, to just kind of set the stage for the national media. Like, hello, we're here. You know, we've arrived. This is a a big moment for them. I'm hyped for this game. Definitely going to be glued to the TV and plugging in bets. Another one of my favorite bets for the Nuggets is the first shot of the game. 
typically don't bet it when they're on the road because I feel like road teams, home teams typically get the jump ball. The Nuggets actually don't typically get the jump ball. They usually play the first possession. Even in in Ball Arena, they play the first possession on defense. Recently, they've had a lot of first possessions that end in 24-second shot clock violations, but they typically get a stop and then they get the first shot. Um, I would I would guess that this this one goes to Nikola tomorrow. First shot of the game, Nikola Jokic. I'm calling it now. Also, first quarter of the game, very good bet for the Nuggets. The Nuggets are a very good first quarter team. They typically win the first quarter. Um, so that's another bet that I like to take. It is not always great odds straight up, but if you go against the spread, you can probably get you know, minus three or something like that against the spread, which would be pretty good odds as well. All right, and just to wrap up the pod, I wanted to make sure that I did say MPJ is back with the team and likely be available in Philadelphia for that game against the Sixers. He's officially back with his team. There was more information and news that came out about his brother and his accident. Please look up your news um, on this topic and you know, follow up with the story, but it's not a Nuggets story and it doesn't really involve MPJ in other ways other than he's related to the driver. So a very sad story, unfortunate for everyone involved, especially the family who lost a loved one. Also, Bones. Update on Bones. He did play in the Milwaukee game, doesn't play in the Pelicans game. He was inactive with that finger sprain. He also didn't participate in shoot-around before the Pelicans game. That could be because of his finger sprain. Like we said, it seemed like there was some miscommunication or some issue at the end of the OKC game with Bones. Now Michael Malone is back with the team. I'm sure he's checking in, and they've gotten that whole thing situated, it seems like, and now he's gotten to play um, in Milwaukee. He did come off the bench and did not start. I thought that was notable. But I'm hoping that we move forward with him just having a good like second half of the season, post-All-Star break half of the season. And hopefully he gets included in something like the Rising Stars game. I'm not sure if that has come out or not. I did check in with Nuggets PR, and they haven't received any word on it yet. But I think that would be great if he was a participant in that because he is a rising star. That's going to do it for me on this episode of the Chicken Nuggets podcast. I appreciate everyone who tunes in and make sure to tune into that Nuggets Sixers rivalry game this weekend, Saturday, 1 p.m. It's going to be a really good game. You're going to want to watch and see what you're going to get from the Nuggets in the postseason. I'm curious to see what we get from Aaron Gordon because I think that's my biggest question mark at this point. After the Philly game, they'll get a couple of days off back here in Denver before they host the New Orleans Pelicans on Tuesday next week. Then heading into February, they'll host the Warriors, the Hawks. They'll go to Minnesota for a game and then come back against Minnesota for a game. And then they'll have a little road trip before they go to the All-Star break. So we'll be back uh, probably after this Philly game to talk about it and decompress, have some therapy with one another after to see how it goes. I guess you could, I, you just heard a little bit of conversation. And excited. Talk to you guys soon.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.